The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Is your house kind of feeling heavy around you? Then it's time for space clearing. I'm Sienna. And I'm Toast. We're partners in love, life, and music, and we've been together since 2001. With each episode of this podcast, our goal is to help our fellow LGBT community members lift their lives to the next level. Hey. Hey. Hi, everyone. Hi. How are you feeling, Toast? I'm looking forward to this topic. You are? Because I feel like it's going to help even clear clear our space by doing it. Right now. Yeah, just talking about it. Yeah, that's true. Definitely could. You can always use that. Yeah. All right. Before we dive in, just a few things. Uh, We want to give a quick shout out to yet another beautiful soul who sent a comment in along with their survey response. So I'll read it here if I can see it. Um, Okay, so this person says, Keep up the great work with your podcasts. I haven't missed one yet since you started years ago. That's amazing. Isn't that? And we are truly honored. That's crazy. I know. This person years ago would listen. I don't even know if I listened to all of them. Then what did they do? Because we record it and we just put it out there. Thank you so much. Thank you, person. Yes. Have a great day today, person. And if any of you have any feedback, feel free to leave comments on our show notes on our website, or you can just email us. Or leave a review. Or leave a review. That's right. You can also just leave a review on iTunes. More bang for your buck with a review. Oh, that's right. Because we might give a little gift. I don't know. We might read your... Yeah, we might read your review right. on an episode and offer to send you something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Okay. Okay, so let me tell you what happened. Not you, Toast, telling them. Oh, them. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't have to pay attention You're to this You're looking at me. <laughs> okay, so the other day, now we're batching these, so it really was the other day. We... We're getting ready to leave the house. We had an appointment. And normally, we leave earlier than you really need to leave. Because Toast and I just like to be on time. And plan some room in case there's an accident on the free, whatever it might be. So, But this time, we didn't. And we were actually leaving during the time we would reasonably leave to make it by a certain time. Oh, my gosh. We get out of the house, get into our car. We haven't even, we've 
barely gotten out of the driveway. Then... We literally drove about 10 feet. Yeah. (laughs) Then we see this beautiful, large, white, fluffy dog that really looked like a Great Pyrenees to me. I don't know. Did she look like that to you, Toast? Ish. Mm -hmm. But we saw her just kind of wandering around, and she was older, and I said, stop the car! And we go... Which didn't take much because, like I said, we'd only gone about 10 feet. So we were literally going probably three miles an hour at that point. And I just backed out of the driveway. Called her to us. She came right to us. Sniff, sniff, sniff. Sniff, sniff, sniff. And she was really, like, checking things out. And I'm like, we're feeling her. And she didn't feel thin. You and know. she looked very clean. She looked really clean. She had a bunch of tags. But again, she was older. Mm-hmm. And her tags showed it because her tags were completely worn down. You couldn't read anything on her tags except for her county tag. So we were like, hey, what do we do? Do we, come, we call the county? And I swear, I felt horrible because we left her there. Well, doesn't that sound she horrible? Wandered, she wandered in back of a house. She wandered and away. Into someone's yard. And we didn't see her after then that. Then we didn't see so her. So we thought, maybe that's her house. Maybe that's her house. But I was, you know, we're we're driving. And then I thought, okay, let's, we took pictures of her. And I thought, okay, let's post it on the next door app. So I did that. I was checking it. No one's responding. And we're driving to the appointment. I'm like, God, we should just cancel this appointment. Maybe we should go back and get her. And I just really wished that when we got home, she would be right there, maybe even sitting right in front of our house, (laughs) where I could have an excuse to bring her into our yard and just enjoy her while we find her owner. But instead, what happened? You can tell them. A better thing happened, <laughs> which is that the dog's owner res- responded on next door and told us that, oh, that's Mela, and, you know, she's used to getting a certain amount of walks, and if she doesn't get those walks, then sometimes she'll just go and walk herself. <laughs> so that's what happened. <laughs> Mela. She certainly was very confident and very mm. at home. She seemed, you know, very, very confident and at home and just I ambling know. along, ambling along the street, do 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 do, and just sniffing and hey, yeah, what's up? But didn't you, know. you want to keep her? No, <sighs> honestly, I want a dog. <laughs> I think we will have a dog someday. Okay, what people don't know is that I have been looking at the Great Pyrenees rescue sites. Toast can confirm this. Mm -hmm. And every now and again, I'll say, oh, my God, we need Abby. Look at Abby. She likes cats. And maybe one day we'll get a Great Pyrenees. Mm. All right. Okay. Anyways, just wanted to share that with you guys and... It really broke my heart, I have to say, to leave her because 
I just felt so irresponsible. Like here she's loose. No, but if she, she needs help. But we, I know we she walked away. She had, and yes, we didn't and know we thought, for the well, moment. Maybe we'd, yeah, I know, but still, we didn't know. We didn't. We could know. have ran up to a house and started knocking on all the doors. I know, and along we didn't. The street. We I know have. because we didn't buffer in have. time for that. But, Right. But instead, no, I think we did a responsible thing and posted it to next door along with pictures so that if anybody was missing their dog, they could just check next door and boom. Those are those are the types of alerts I get the most from next door. Animals. Animals. Mm, yeah. yeah Loose dog on Well like pizza and Pizza right, the cat. Exactly. Right? Lost cat yeah. or yeah. Yeah. You know, I think that I am just feeling a bit um, of, like, I need more animals. Mm. <laughs> you know, I need around. more. Just I around. Just around. more animals. Yeah. Like, yeah. in other places that we've lived, well, I guess the last house we didn't have. But the we one had before the that. We had so many but the one before that, neighborhood animals. We had, I mean, we literally, we Aww. called it, this is our cat cafe. I know. Because we'd feed all the cats on the block. It's And, and, you know, since it's the holidays, mm-hmm. we can share. We knew where every one of these cats lived. No joke. We knew their names mm-hmm. because we would meet the owners. Mm-hmm. And for Christmas, we would leave presents from Santa for each of cats. these animals. Yeah. Just a random present right there, hoping and the owner would find it, and for the cat, they they would have it for their pet. You know what I thought was so funny was that that time where we were just out and about, and you got a text message from a friend who lived three blocks down yeah. from our house. Yeah, and and she had texted you pictures of this cat, and said, "Oh my gosh, look at this cat! It just wandered into my yard, and it, it what." <laughs> What should I do? She was more than three blocks away, though, right? Like, she's... Big blocks. Yeah, three three really giant large, streets away. Large blocks. Yes. But you were able to look at her text message and see the picture of the cat and text her back and say, Oh, that's Max. That's Max. He lives at blah, blah, blah. It's all fine. <laughs> Just let him out and he'll be good. And this is his history. Yeah. He belonged to these other people. Someone tried to steal him. It didn't really work. Like, we totally <laughs> knew his story. <laughs> Yeah, you need more animals. Oh, I need animals. Okay. Anyways. Bear, do you think you're going to be okay if we get another animal? See, I don't think he wants... See, he doesn't get along with cats. I think he might want a dog. So maybe I think he would do okay with a dog. Yeah. I don't know Uh, if we would do okay with a dog just yet. But I I think he would be fine. It's the responsibility. It's Yeah, we want to be responsible (laughs) pet owners. I don't know if we're at the dog level. You know, cats are so independent. That's what I'm saying. It's like they kind of do their own thing. Yeah, we're used to cats. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so on to the topic. How about we move to the topic? Okay, the topic this episode is space clearing. And what we mean by that, it's kind of like a form of house cleaning. Everybody knows when you clean your house you sweep the floor mop the floor or vacuum and dust and wipe down the counters and that's what house cleaning is everybody knows that but we're talking about doing a similar type of cleaning for the energy in your house yes because you know how so you can walk into a room where 
the vibe just feels weird. Mm-hmm. Like you walk into so, a room after people have, have just had a, had, the, had a big fight. You can feel the tension in the air. You right? can, yeah, you literally can feel it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's thick. It's a little thick. It's heavy. Sorry, guys, that's my phone. Um, so, yes. So that's what we're talking about when we're talking about clearing and cleaning the space, the, the energy. The energy of the home. And even if you've had a lot of people over, you mm. know, big party, the energy has really been stirred goings. up. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you've had a guest staying with you, it's good to clear before the guest comes. It's also good to clear after the guest leaves. Mm-hmm. Those are some good times, too. And sometimes when uh, Sienna and I have gone through maybe a stretch of days that have been extra stressful. Yeah. Right, For extra sure. hectic, mm-hmm. or even if we've had a fight, yeah, we do space clearing afterwards. Yes, it's also good for the animals too because they're even more sensitive than us. Mm. You don't want them living in a cloud, you know, a, <laughs> a cloud bad, of a heavy dark energy. Cloud. Yeah, yeah. But let me add um, something because you were talking about physically cleaning the house. Yes. So. Um, even doing that helps to prepare the space for an energetic cleaning. Mm-hmm. You know, um, yeah, because these things are not separate things. Right, exactly. Right? Exactly. Like so, physical space and energetic space right. are they're totally related or they're the energy they is expressed within the physical and throughout they the physical. Absolutely are and uh because you'll notice that even if you don't do some of these energetic uh, clearing tips that we're going to give today, when you clean your house well, you already feel it lift. Mm-hmm. There's a clarity. So even on that level, that alone is fantastic. It's a form of space clearing. Totally. Which is why at the very least, just find a way to keep up with just the basic cleaning of the house, the physical, on the physical level, yeah. because it does affect the energy of the home. And I guess one way, okay, so this is a good introduction to the space clearing. Okay. Because the big key, I would say, with space clearing, which is a form of prayer. Yes. Space clearing is a form of prayer. And it's a form of blessing and purifying your home. Yes. So totally. if you're so if you're cleaning your home with that intention and with that spirit, well, you're doing a two for one, <laughs> yes. right? You're vacuuming and you're prayerfully cleansing yeah. the energy of your home. Yes. Okay. But with that said, yes, here are some things that Sienna and I do to clear the space okay. in our home periodically. So this is just what we do. We've tried a lot of different things, but this is what works for us. So one of the things is to burn white sage. There's various types of sages out there. Um, I don't think it's sages. There's various types of Siege. sage sage, sage out there. Um, and you can find bundles that have the sage blends along with maybe even some other types of grasses in there. Sweet grass. There's even sweet, sweet grass mm-hmm. braids that you can use. But even trying all of that stuff, I always come back to white sage. I and just think... Don't you think that's seems like the most popular one that you see available 
that, that's most readily available generally? Yes, I yeah. do, actually. Yeah, I do. So white sage. White sage. And one way that you can um, use it to clear the energy of your house is, if possible, and even if it's, like for me, even if it's super cold, I will still, op- like even now, right? Like I open windows and Joseph's yeah. like, oh my God, why are you opening the window? I just love fresh air. That's a healthy thing, fresh air. So anyways, the first thing I would do is to prep the house by um, moving the curtains and opening all the windows. Just have like that nice fresh air coming through your home. Then get a nice burn going at the tip of your sage bundle. Blow on it. Make sure you have a nice smoking happening with your sage. Once you have that, you're going to hold it and walk it through the house over a lot of times you'll see um like a abalone shell dish that you can leave your sage in you can smudge it out when you're done so some kind of a dish to prevent any kind of cinders from falling off of the <laughs> burning your house and yeah, burning you your rug burn, yeah you want to burn your furniture i have done before i've burned our rug yes, right toast yes, by yeah. accident yes so um and then once you have your your windows are open you have your sage bundle you have your your um, holder of the ashes, <laughs> then you basically walk through the house smudging. And and all that means is letting the smoke go. Letting the smoke go. Through. Now, some people just, uh, some people use a... Um, like a feather or something. Some people use a feather to blow the smoke in the direction that they want. Um, and in that case, they are using... Um, sage leaves that they have burned ahead of time in a dish that are still burning kind of like incense and they will hold it and use the feather to swoop the sage in the direction that they want as they're moving along Um, swoop the smoke swoop the smoke i like to just use the bundle and i actually lightly blow on it as we're moving through the house Mm -hmm. to give every opportunity of the home like every corner everything just to let it smoke out and just be hyper aware of your uh, fire smoke alarm. Detectors. Yeah, your, your um, you smoke detectors in your house. Yep. Um, and just go through your whole home. So and I will normally do that part, and Toast will be there holding space and also um, with the intention, mm-hmm. which we can talk more about. Right. Yeah. I think it probably important to say what's more important is the intention mm-hmm. and you don't have to fill your whole house with smoke okay more smoke totally is not better i'm sorry i'm just thinking if that's true okay yeah think okay. about that right yeah we're, yeah smoke isn't the goal but what i will tell you though from my experience i have found that sometimes i will need to resage a place and i know that when i go full on full out with the saging and the smudging, um, there is a difference okay. versus just a light swoop. Okay. So, um, so there's I an have, optimal amount. I have amount. found a there's difference. An so, yeah. So I like to just kind of smoke it out, which is why okay. I open the windows and make sure that the room gets the smoke alarms don't out. go off. <laughs> yes, those things are loud. But yeah, right. so I'll follow behind Sienna, and as she said, hold space, which is another phrase for just focusing mentally on mm-hmm. the 
the clearing of the space. Mm-hmm. And I will even say out loud, this is my prayer out loud, I will say yeah. things like, we purify this space, we declare only love and kindness and the energy of expansive evolution is filling this house yes. or is filling this bedroom only the energy of protection and safety is mm-hmm. filling this hallway yeah and uh, just giving voice mm-hmm. to the intention the intention of, yeah of clearing and purifying and protecting the space and i'm just trying not to burn our house or the carpet or the carpet so something else that toast uh, will sometimes do um behind me is with her intention sometimes she will clap in spaces because clapping is also a form of um, energy clearing so i'll clap loud i'll try and make the loudest claps i can yeah Yeah. (laughs) it sounds weird but yeah i'll yeah like that and you want to clap in places like corners where energy can get stuck. You want to clap behind doors. Energy gets stuck there. So she will sometimes clap to help give an extra clearing um, to the home. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's similar to using, like in religion, like bells or gongs. Yes, it's that and that's same, another thing. It's the same idea. With the sound. Of, of introducing, yeah. Yes. Isn't it? And I sound think- waves. Yeah, and I think what's interesting as we go through this list of, hey, stuff that we do to clear space in the spiritual energetic realm, Mm -hmm. they are actual things that our physical senses can detect and and produce. Like we do it with our bodies and Mm -hmm. we speak it with our voices, which is another fantastic way to acknowledge that this physical dimension that we live in is part of the energetic dimension. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, you know, we didn't mention the sprays and misters. Yeah, I thought I was going to touch on that. But, oh, okay. Um, Go ahead. But just Go ahead. to speak on bells, because oh, you brought okay. up bells. Mm-hmm. So, yes, yeah, so sounds also clear a space, like the clapping. The sound of the clapping will clear a stagnant part of the room. Mm-hmm. The sound of a bell ringing will also do that. And um, they sell space clearing bells. But Toast and I, we haven't hung it up yet out in um, Portland. But in our old place, we had a beautiful, really beautiful bell made from... Where did we get it from? Oh, Isabella Catalog. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. And it has... Super heavy. Super heavy. It was made out of... What was it made out of? I think it it was really cool because it was made out of a reclaimed some kind of like not as I don't know if it was a scuba tank, but something that held some kind yeah. of air. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just had a beautiful sound to it. Mm-hmm. And Tos would ring it. And it was just so beautiful, peaceful. And good thing our neighbors, our neighbor at that house is Buddhist. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sure he, he was he totally liked the cool bell. with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyways, to touch, so to just uh, backtrack, back, backtrack now and go back to the sage. So something I wanted to mention is that some people, a lot of people actually, don't like the sage smell. Hmm. Um, and so another thing you can do is you could 
I, I personally feel it's less effective, but um, but it might really work fine for you. You know, um, you can try sage essential oil and create a spray of it with maybe some water, maybe a little bit of alcohol to preserve it, um, but also maybe some um, glycerin in there. But you can use that to spray your home if that feels easier, if that feels safer than fire. It's also the sage oil. Um, don't think, don't think you won't like the sage essential oil smell if you don't like burning sage because it's very different. Um, you might really enjoy I, sage oil smells really nice to me. Um, and these types of sprays, these room clearing sprays, mm-hmm. are, are sold. Oh, you can in buy spiritual it. stores. Yeah, you don't, you have, don't to have to make, make your it. own. You right. can literally probably I've just made, Google it. And, yeah, yeah. I I make mine, but you can out. I'm sure if you go on Amazon, you will find it. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, if you find the sage oil and you're like, ugh, I still hate this smell, you can do grapefruit, which is very uplifting, or you can also do eucalyptus too. So those are two other oils that you can try. Cool. And do we want to talk about salt now? Sure. Okay. So we haven't done this a lot. I think we only did it. Well, see, how much am I going to remember? Did we do this? We have done this, yes. Okay. I remember doing it once. We've done it more than once, (laughs) especially at the uh, Redondo Beach House. Okay. Yeah. What are we talking about? We're talking about salt. Salt is a purifier. And so we have... We placed salt... Like in the thresholds of doors, right? Thresholds of doors. You can corners. place it in corners. You can do it around your house as a blessing. You can even do um, really beautiful uh, flower petals and do that around your house as a beautiful protective blessing. Um, that's not space clearing, but just as <laughs> when you're thinking of the, the intention and a blessing your home. Yeah. You know, Nurturing sp- and cultivating yeah. your space. It's really beautiful, actually, that yeah. to, to do something like that. And that's also another use of, um, see, my head is just on crafts and things like that. But so if you receive flowers or if you buy flowers weekly and you know, right when maybe you might be throwing them out, you can pull the petals off and then do a nice blessing around your house using those petals. On the outside. Outside of your house, yeah. yeah. I mean, so I remember maybe when that's we... that's too hippie for some people, but anyways. <laughs> I remember when we did the salt, it was because mm-hmm. we had some, like, weird... We felt like we had some weird, weird energy dark energies, house. right? Yeah. Um, so it, it kind of busted out the it. salt as a more heavy duty, a heavy duty method of like taking a stand, yeah. t- taking a strong spiritual yeah. stance of saying, oh, we're, hey, we are protecting this. We're claiming this right. is under our authority and we're only allowing good stuff here. Right. Another way you can use salt um, is to do it when you're moving into a new place, when it's brand new to you and you're not sure, you know, oh. Their ghosts. I mean, it's not it's not so ghost specific, but it, you're not sure what happened the history, in that house. Yeah, you're not mm-hmm. sure if the people before you space cleared before mm-hmm. or had a lot of fights um, in the house. Yeah. Right. So truly, if you are moving into a new house, 
please, that, if you never space clear ever again for your own personal self, space clear anytime you move into a new place. And I would even say do um, a light travel type of space clearing if you travel a lot in your hotel rooms and things like that. It's so important. You're going to just feel so much better. Okay, so clarification on the salt. Yeah. So you, you can use any kind of salt. You can use any kind of salt, but I think for you and I, mm-hmm. we've been trained more to use Hawaiian salt. Yes, Hawaiian yeah. rock salt, like sea salt. And then, you, you know, crystals. if you have a tea leaf, you can do Hawaiian salt water mm-hmm. and splash that with the tea leaf mm-hmm. in the areas as mm-hmm. a blessing. Mm-hmm. But after you have these little, tiny little piles of salt around your home, mm-hmm. then leave after it. you leave it. Forever? No, you don't leave it forever, but you allow the salt to absorb the energies that you don't want in there. Mm -hmm. And it depends. If you start feeling it, oh, it's much clearer, Mm -hmm. then go ahead and vacuum it up. Mm -hmm. But then dump out the bag, Mm -hmm. you know? Yep. Um, Very good. If you feel like, I'm going to leave it here for like a month, Mm -hmm. you can feel free to do that. Mm -hmm. Very good. Yeah. I'm just looking at Bear because I was like, is he going to throw up? Oh, my gosh. I know. I don't, you know, because I did give him something new today. I gave him some, you know how he likes new coconut food. cream? Oh, yeah. Right. He loves coconut cream, but he hasn't had it in like six, seven months. So I don't know. I'm just looking at him. Okay. The I'll, cat people will <laughs> understand. I'm watching him so I can see. Okay. All right. Um, another so so those are ways to really clear the energy. Okay. Now, if you just want to add a moment of clearing, just a moment, as part of your daily ritual or a weekly ritual, you can just use incense. But incense, more than clearing, it really just helps to um, set the tone for sacred time. You know, so if you have a meditation area or if you are, say, even if it's work-related, like say if you're a writer, you're going to sit to write, light an incense as your prayer, let it create, let the scent create sacred space or remind you that the space is sacred. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you can go on your way and start working, start meditating, whatever it might be. So that's a great way to use incense. You know, um, some people do use it for clearing. Personally, I haven't found it great for clearing. Mm -hmm. You know, it just, it adds a really beautiful scent if you find stuff that you like. Yeah. Um, But I I haven't found much luck with it as a clearing. Clearing a space. Clearing clearing a a whole space. Yeah. It feels kind of to me like, you know how you wash your hands before you have a meal? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like... Lighting an incense mm. before engaging in a certain activity to kind of yeah. set the yeah, table actually, for yeah. that. It feels like that. And I me. think that's a great way to use incense. Yeah. And something so important. Um, af- so I prefer to clear the house at the end at night. Okay. Uh, Toast and I, we've mentioned before that we are still very Hawaii style and we shower at night. <laughs> And it doesn't matter how late we get home. We are showering at night. 
um, where a lot of people shower in the mornings, we shower at night religiously. That is what we do. We never not do it. <laughs> okay. Um, so I will. By the way, update Bear is fine. Oh, Bear is fine. Okay. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about a cat starting <laughs> to make throwing up noises. <laughs> um, good toast. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's fine. So I do it at night because I know I'm going to shower right after. So, so important is when you clear your space, make sure you, if, if you're not, if you've already showered and you want to clear and you, or if you don't want to clear your space at the crack of dawn and then do your morning shower, what you might want to at least at the very, very least do is wash your hands. Even if you are just doing the clapping, wash not just your hands, but wash all the way up your forearm to your elbow and right above your elbow because energy can get stuck in the joints. So make sure you wash really well, wash your hands really well, wash your forearms, wash your elbows and right above your elbow. It's just so important because we are energy beings we absorb energy, we give off energy. And while you're intending and you're space clearing, you're picking up stuff. So make sure you cleanse yourself after a clearing. Beautiful. Thank you. Yes. And it does really all come down to the power of our intentions. Yes. And how we stand behind them. Yeah. Through the actions that we take. Yes. And the actions that we take in this case are burning sage or clapping and this is a way of acting out our spirituality yeah and by extension our entire life is acting out our spirituality how we treat one another how we spend our money what we choose to do with our time what mm -hmm. we choose to produce what we choose to consume so hmm. all coming back to intention so you don't have to have all of these supplies or you really anything like don't, that. It's not about, it's not chiefly about that. What it's chiefly about is our intention and expressing that in ways that we do have available to us. Yeah. All of us have a voice. All of us are able to use that voice to declare in our house this home is dedicated to love. This home is dedicated to kindness. This it, home is dedicated mm -hmm. to the positive evolution of myself, of humanity. And I declare that this space is set aside for that. And I fill it with love and with light. And it can be mental. A mental declaration. Yes. Even though the voice does carry extra oomph. Yes. Yeah. Speaking it out loud. All, All right. right. <laughs> okay, guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. And we hope you are having a good holiday season as we engage in this. As always, check out the show notes for links yep. to our blog post about this, for links to join the email list if you're not already on it. And as we continue into the holiday season, be safe out there. And until next time, this is Sienna. And this is Toast. Telling you, encouraging you to love life and live free. Intuition is our spiritual GPS and the single best tool that we have for navigating our lives. I'm Victoria Shaw, and on my Intuitive Connection podcast, I will share with you the ways to connect with your intuition 
and awaken the gifts of your soul. In each episode, I'll draw on my own intuitive gifts and my training as an Ivy League trained counselor and psychologist to help support you in reaching your highest potential. Start listening now on Mind Body Spirit FM Podcast Network or wherever you find your podcasts.